Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Shooting for the Stars with Shoddy Mills. So today I'm going to talk about uh, how to grow an audience. So I got exposure to music marketing, it's business started, and through this we want to, with my fiance, we started, and we started this, and we're wanting to help other artists grow their brand as well, grow what they're trying to grow with their music, and kind of help each other, other people try to grow their a bigger, wider audience within their music industry. So, with uh, knowing how to grow an audience, so in order to know how to grow your audience, you have to know who your audience is, work with what your audience is, and then kind of work your way around that, kind of revolve it around that, and then that way you can kind of get just the basis of how you want to go about dealing with uh, promoting different things and advertising to ultimately change how you want to put things and change different things within the scope of your music. So knowing your audience is very like vital, I'd say, because knowing your audience would give you a sense of what your audience like, likes and dislikes are, what type of music they listen to, say per se, okay, maybe they prefer something a little bit more up-tempo, maybe they prefer something that's just a little bit more lower tempo, it all depends on musical preference. And then kind of just knowing that whole deal of that is really important. So just kind of like visualize how you want your audience to see your music. Think of how they're feeling at that present moment when you're releasing that music and making that music. Because, okay, yeah, there's different songs, different albums that you're going to create. It's going to have to possibly like target different audiences target different audiences so think about it like what about like say per se okay there's an audience down in Canada and artists down in the United States the algorithm for rap fans and other music music industry is much bigger on the states and that is quite a controversial issue because the states has a lot more like advancements in music a little bit more more connections to people that have connections to people giving record deals and part of labels and that's really important but just necessarily so like let's just just kind of describe here a little bit difference between being independent and being signed to be a label so being independent means like as an artist that you you're the one who creates the music usually you're the ones that make you could buy beats off somebody but you and you could be doing all your promotions all your writing all like your vocals and stuff like that opposed to just being part of like an actual label that means that you like the label itself you are paying them to give you a service and through that service they are promoting your music they're buying your beats and all that and they distribute everything directly from that label and promote it but the the real controversial issue around this is that there's so much money being like put into like paying a record label that it's not really worth it paying that record label when especially when it's in a digital age of how like people can actually have easy access to this information and actually be successful independently there's lots of artists nowadays that are growing successfully independently they just have to kind of know more so about how the music business works and not be so narrowly thinking about certain situations and how they reveal to you so even in being an independent artist myself i've kind of seen this with my own eyes seeing that okay maybe people don't understand the fact that 
being independent means that you acquire so you you okay first off you like make your own music you may possibly you're most likely creating your own beats you're doing all your promotions and you're the one that's submitting stuff to spotify curators and submitting to blog presses and other ones like that opposed to being part of a label the label does that all across the board all across the board they're the ones that help administer that type of system but the thing is with being especially like an llc like a corporation that's uh, like subsidiary to in the music industry uh to uh help other artists grow it's like a record label even like nowadays other artists are starting their own llc's but the real benefit maybe of just being independent i'd say is that you have more flexibility to do what you want as an artist. You're the one that controls how your music is being put out there and how it's being distributed out there to the world. Because, okay, that's, oh yeah, like you could like say, oh, label knows how to like market itself. There's always like a marketing team that may be behind them, but is that marketing team really gonna provide and really deliver that content to your desired audience? No, you, you, I think honestly, you'd want something to be more organic, more organic that would go towards a particular type of audience that would more likely want to funnel through. It's almost like a sales funnel as you will, and you kind of see that through a sales funnel and then different music artists. You might find or connect to different music artists and you even might find like within music that, okay, maybe there's certain people that don't like that music, particular type of music. They like this particular song of yours, but maybe they like the different style of the music that you created with a particular track and that could make it a little bit different. So you always have to keep maybe those, It's you have to keep those small details in mind. Maybe you could put a little bit more dubs in the background within a song and then just to give it a little bit more crescendo effect. Crescendo effect means that you do have a little bit more loudness on music. It's always used, I find. It's quite big to be used, utilized within like a hook of a song and i've noticed this a lot a lot of hit songs have a little bit more loudness it adds a little bit more added effect puts more emphasis on that particular verse makes it more memorable for other artists or other people listening as your audience because it's the one that's repetitiously played over and it's going to become habitual in the one's mind and ultimately they're going to hear it in their ear and then that's when it's going to be they're going to be listening to it and they're going to be like okay i remember this because it's more louder like they get a sense of it and it's like a sixth sense that they feel within them as an artist or as a listener as an audience and they want to feel that music it gives them that whole mood it's not just about how loud it is though the thing is though it's all about delivering that particular message in that song to kind of be congruent with the whole instrumental like you want to be able to so what i've learned for some artists even is that you have to work around that craft it around the beat make it like because you think about it like writing syllables within a beat that's what like it's that's what music is it's like a string of syllables in each line that are put together that could make a melodic effect to it and really be have like a resounding impact on how people hear it depending on how you portray it depending on how you write it there's different writing styles that you can do it's all about knowing how to study those artists and knowing what they're doing knowing what they're doing behind the scenes know what they're doing on stage know how they're writing their music but also you want to develop your own style and be original and that's what i'm learning these days as well
anyways that's it for my episode today for shooting for the stars with shoddy mills i'll see you guys next week thanks for listening this week on wednesday i'll be having nav from vancouver bc on my podcast thank you everybody for listening in the meantime everybody keep shooting for the stars and i'll see you next week peace